there. Thanks so much for joining me today on The Shaleen Show. My name is Shaleen Johnson. You are going for a ride with me in my car. I'm going to tell you a very, a really personal story. You've probably heard bits and pieces of this with Brett and I at, at one point or another, but I just realized there's someone out there who needs to know you can turn things around. You need to know about the lowest point in our marriage, in our business, in our lives, and that it is very possible to come back from the deepest despair and like have a completely different life. We have a completely different life today. And and I just, I don't know if I would have even believed this was possible, even though you need to believe it in order to make it possible, right? You know, like it starts with belief. So I guess on some level I operated out of belief but it's still kind of shocking to me that we're here today. And I want to share with you the ugly mess that was and is no longer. And I want to inspire you to know, to believe that it is possible for you too. whatever that is, you can turn it around. So let's get to it. Here we go. Oh, and P.S. I'm recording this in my car. You probably know why. If not, please go back and listen to the last episode. We'll put a link to it in the show notes where we called it the Lifer Update. We're in a peculiar, interesting season in our lives that I think a lot of people will probably enter into or, or maybe you're already in it. We're caring for my father-in-law who has Alzheimer's. So I'm creatively finding time to record podcasts. And this is one of them. So thanks for being in the car with me. All right, so let me take it way back. Brett and I were, we obviously met in college at Michigan State University. He was playing football there. I was not a cheerleader. I was actually on the debate team. I studied justice, morality, and constitutional democracy, thought I wanted to go to law school. We moved out to California and, you know, I've been an entrepreneur all my life. That's how I put myself through college at Michigan State. I had a car lot and I did lots of different side hustles. Nothing that you would be like, wow, that's a crazy cool business. Like just side hustles, let me tell you. And then, you know, as you develop these side hustles, every once in a while, I would be like, oh, I think this is it. I think that's it. Well, we had really kind of narrowed in on fitness, even though I'd done a million other types of businesses. It was fitness that where I saw an opportunity. And so we decided to just go all in with our fitness company. It was a company called Powder Blue Productions. We created fitness routines, kind of like Jazzercise, where I would create the routines. We would record the workouts, the choreography. We would also create the music for people. The music would come on cassette tapes. Wow, I'm really dating myself. And the workouts came on VHSs. And it was a homegrown mom and pop business. Like we never borrowed a dollar for the business. We, you know, ran it out of our home uh, with two small kids. I bought like a tower of Tascam recording devices where we could put like, I don't know, rows of maybe 20 cassettes so that we had the highest quality. We would record them in real time and then set an alarm, wake up in the middle of the night to flip the cassettes over to record side B. I mean, it was that homegrown and we didn't sleep and we stuffed the envelopes. We packed the boxes. We returned the phone calls. Our Rolodex was on, was literally like you guys, some of you don't even know what that word means. (laughs) We had like this 
physical card system to keep track of our customers. Crazy. Oh my gosh, it's weird to think about. There was no internet really. No, there wasn't. No. Well, I mean, there was, but like no one was using it. Everything was like word of mouth, flyers, magazine ads. And we built this company with our blood, sweat, and tears, literally. Now, I told you I've been an entrepreneur all my life, but I never took a course. I never paid for training or mentorship or any type of guidance. I just tried to figure it out myself because, you know, I learned from my dad and I just believe that you're saving money if you try to figure it out yourself and try to be resourceful. That's the lie. P.S. Let me cut to the punchline. That is the lie. Trying to figure it out yourself is the worst way to do it. You've got to know that there are people out there who have done it, have done it faster, quicker, better, smarter, and you don't save money trying to figure it out yourself. You lose money doing that. You lose life. And that's what we did. We just tried to figure it all out ourselves. But that's what we did. We just figured it out ourselves. And I thought we were making money. Actually, we were making money, but we weren't living our lives. We were on a hamster wheel working around the clock. And there was a lot of tension between Brett and I, like just an unshakable uncomfortableness between the two of us. And it just grew all the time. And I I assumed it was because like money was tight. Like sometimes Brett would say like money, we're in the red this month. And I'd be like, okay, I got to work harder. I got to work harder. I got to come up with something. And I would try to come up with a new project or a new idea or something new to sell and hoping that it would get better and that we would make more money. And then things would be kind of like better between us for a little bit. But because of those ups and downs, I believe the only way for me to fix this was to just make more money and work harder and work more. Now, meanwhile, we have at this stage two small children. So I constantly felt conflicted, like pulled and every, like, I just need to be more present for them. And so I would work more in the early, early morning hours. Like I'd wake up at 4am and I would stay awake. I mean, not uncommon to be awake 1am, 2am. I know that's crazy. I can't even tell you how many times I got two, three hours of sleep. And and then there's those nights where you go to bed pretty late and then the baby gets up in the middle of the night or whatever it is. It just felt so unbearable. And, and then we got the infomercial deal. And I thought like, okay, so now we can focus on this. Plus we have our own business and we're going to make a lot more money and things are going to be really good between us. And I don't know the exact timing, but it was about that time that I thought Brett was having an affair. Like it just, there was so much like secrecy between us. Like something wasn't right. You know, you just have that woman's intuition. And so I started becoming, you know, Miss Private Eye and looking at our cell phone bills and thinking that I'm going to see some woman's number, but seeing the same numbers over and over and over and over again. And they were these 800 numbers. And I, I mean, I didn't know, like, what are these numbers? And of course you call them and I realized that they're gambling lines. Now I always knew Brett gambled like, you know, casually, like everybody does. Like we would go to Vegas a couple times. Well, probably like once a quarter. And from time to time I knew we bet on games, but 
uh, and this is where the blame comes in when you find out after the fact how stupid you were and I shouldn't call myself stupid because I was trusting but he would always be like yeah we won and I'd be like oh cool that's awesome well once I started digging in I realized like this wasn't a once in a while this was all day every single day from morning till night like I could see that he was doing this while he was driving our kids to school. I could see that he was doing this when we were, I thought we were both sleeping. It was around the clock. It was a seriously insane addiction. Now, the only way an addiction like that can thrive is if it's left alone. And Brett was basically left alone with his addiction because I was, you know, I I realized later deep in my own addiction, which was work. And that's really when we decided, well, okay, so I'm skipping apart. I confronted him. But before I did that, I just, I calmly came up with a plan. Like you guys know me well enough to know, like, I don't worry. I stay very calm and level-headed and I go into hyper-focus mode. You know, that's my ADHD is like, I'm scattered all over the place until like I would be such a good private eye. And like I was hyper-focused first on figuring out what was going on and then hyper-focused on how do I solve this? And, and, and I just went into research mode on addiction and research mode on paying off debt. And I collected all the evidence and all the receipts and everything that I needed, everything. Then I figured out like where we were financially. And this is all before like even confronting him, like figuring out like how far in debt we were. And I mean, there were pieces I didn't know. I didn't know that he had borrowed money from family members who knew this was going on and didn't tell me that's like a whole nother trauma. I didn't know how much we owed to bookies. So there were pieces I didn't know, but I knew enough and had enough facts to see how far in debt we were and that the money I thought was in our accounts was gone. And I created a plan for myself and was like, okay, if he responds this way, I do this. If he responds that way, I do this. If he says this, I do that. Like I didn't have to think about the unknowns because I embraced them. I was like, okay, I'm just gonna consider every possibility and what will I do if he does that? And I I knew what I was gonna do and so I, sat him down and confronted him and Brett literally felt like the weight of the world had been lifted off his shoulders like he didn't have to carry this lie anymore and he was luckily for me very very remorseful relieved almost and he immediately went into therapy and I immediately went into therapy and we like trust me things weren't like real like woohoo like oh cool like we're moving forward like I didn't know what would happen I just knew I was going to try everything in my power to see if we could restore that trust and fix ourselves I knew I had to fix myself I knew he had to fix himself we both had to figure out why we had these addictions there's always a root trauma and we set about the heavy work of doing that And it was heavy. It was really heavy and it was really hard. And the kids were babies. They were just so young then. I say babies. I mean, they were, they were little kids and I didn't want to have to leave him. I wanted to see if we could fix this. I want to take this opportunity to recognize a really important show sponsor. And that is Talkspace. 
Listen, the last nine months have challenged everybody's mental health. I mean, some of us are juggling things and dealing with changes that we just, we could never have expected. It's all a lot to handle and it can lead to some pretty crushing amounts of stress. And like stress is no joke, which is why I'm very grateful that Talkspace.com offers therapists to help you get through this stuff at a super affordable rate. Talkspace therapists give you the support that you need to feel your best. They have thousands of licensed therapists trained in over 40 specialties, including anxiety, depression, relationships, and so much more. I mean, your therapist can help you set and achieve your goals for 2021. And I really think you'll be amazed at how much progress you can make each week and how good you feel after therapy. Talkspace.com is therapy at a fraction of the cost of in-person therapy, which is important right now, with unlimited messages between you and your therapist 24-7, five days a week. That's pretty cool. I am proud to announce that as a listener of The Shaleen Show, you get 100 bucks off your first month with Talkspace. They will match you to a licensed therapist today. All you have to do is go to Talkspace.com or you can also download the app. Just go to the app store, download Talkspace, and then just be sure to use the code Shaleen because that's going to get you 100 bucks off your first month. And it's also how you show support for the show. Again, enter the code Shaleen and you do that by going to Talkspace.com. That's Talkspace.com or simply download the app. Be sure to enter the code Shaleen for $100 off your first month. What we decided to do was to sell our business, sell Powder Blue. We thought, you know, this is part of the problem is that we created this business that we don't know how to manage it and outsource it. And it's become too burdensome on us. It's too much work. And we just, we don't know how to delegate. We don't know how to create passive income. Like we, we've got to turn this over to somebody else and let's just put all of our eggs in one basket and just focus on the infomercials. And so that's what we decided to do was to just focus on fitness infomercials. And we sold our business, Powder Blue Productions, to Beachbody at that time. Now that negotiation took many years, <laughs> several years, I should say. And in the process, we were still running it and working with attorneys and accountants and everybody else behind the scenes to try to you know, go through the due diligence. It's like selling a business is, is a full-time job. So now we've got a full-time job plus this business with, you know, 30 area promotions directors and, you know, 20 full-time staff and thousands and thousands of customers. And on top of that, I'm basically doing full-time work, creating these consumer videos in fitness for Beachbody. And then in addition to that, we're trying to sell the company. And you know, even though we had these well-established plans to simplify our lives, it just wasn't happening fast enough. And we were still, even though we're both dealing with our addictions and better in many regards, we're still not connecting and we were still drowning. We were still drowning in busyness. And that's when things got really ugly because it felt like we couldn't ever get out from under this. Now we had paid off our debt and we were both still drowning. We were both still just like you can't breathe. You're on a, a hamster wheel. And it just felt like there was no end in sight. 
But I would have to say, I kind of was like ignoring that. I don't know if I was ignoring it, but like being overly optimistic, like, you know, any minute, any minute, this is all going to be better. This is all going to be so much better any minute. Like, we just have to be patient. But it was like weeks turned into months and months turned into years. And, and there was always more, right? There was always so much more to do because you got to keep the business growing because you're in the middle of selling it and you want to sell a really profitable business. And, and you got to keep the negotiations going because, well, you're so close. And you got to really focus on this other thing that we're doing, the fitness videos for consumers, because that was going to be our, you know, our bread and butter. And we were going to be able to sell the company and just focus on doing infomercials. But none of it was going as fast as we wanted it to. And I just kept like really trying to put on rose colored glasses. And, and then there was just a day where Brett had had enough. Oh, and did I mention he was also basically a full-time coach at Mission Viejo High School coaching football on top of all of this. So the 80 hours I'm working, he is probably working 90 hours plus the stress of doing that with his father and his brother and, you know, coaching his son and his son was younger then, but Brock, he was still coaching Brock in like, you know, lower levels. And we're fooling ourselves by just thinking we were, could do it all. And it, we just got to a breaking point. And Brett, one day, you know, we're just tension between us. Like he was never really like mean to me, but I never felt at ease during this stage. Like I was always thinking like, how can I make him happier? How can I make sure he doesn't have tension and, and he's happy today? Like I just, total codependence, 1000% codependence between the two of us. We figured that out later. But there was a day he, you know, walked to the front door and we were like, you know, arguing or whatever. And he just said, I want this over. I don't want to be here anymore. I hate our lives. And I was like, well, what do you mean? He's like, I just, I want out. And I felt my stomach drop. I felt like I was going to puke. He just walked away. He just went wherever he was going. And I sat there thinking, first of all, I want to kill him. I had so much anger and so much rage. And I was so bitter that I had stuck by his side after that gambling and that we had together busted our asses to pay back a half a million dollars of our money that had been given away to these losers. And now you're saying you're throwing in a towel. Like, what are you thinking? How dare you? So, I mean, I was angry, but I was weak. Like, I remember my knees shaking and it was different. I just had the sense that, like, I may never see him again. But something inside of me told me, it's not me he hates, and I don't hate him. We hate this life. It's this life. Like, we are meant to be together. We have just created a monster. And if we created it, we can disassemble it. And I put my hurt aside and he put his aside and we just made a plan to fix it. 
that decision took a couple of days. I mean, not months, it, you know, late nights laying in bed, pounding the walls and, you know, us up late crying and trying to figure it out and trying to figure out if, you know, is it you that's the problem? Is it me that's the problem? And just finally realizing it's what we've done together and we can undo this. And that's when we made a plan that we were going to focus on building something online, an online business. We'd already done a physical business and we knew that it just didn't support our vision for our family. It didn't support our vision for our marriage. We needed an, an online business where we were solely in control, that we could decide what we were doing and when and with whom, and we didn't have to answer to anyone else. And we didn't have to worry about industries changing or television not working or when to show up to film a video or, you know, what employees were doing. Like we knew we needed to start an online business. And we also knew that we had to help other people figure out how to avoid this. We had a mission we wanted people to know like there's a right way and a wrong way to do this and we did it the wrong way and we're going to un-F this and we're going to teach people how to do it the right way. Literally, like we didn't even know what kind of online business we were going to start. We didn't even know. It's like when people tell me like they're like, I want to start an online business, but I have no idea what it's going to be. I'm like, yeah, you don't. You don't need to know that. You'll figure that out as you go. And we set out to learn what it would take to build an online business. We, you know, started investing in seminars and online academies and mentors and coaches and workshops and reading everything I could get my hands on, listening to every single podcast, just fully hyper-focusing on what it would take to build an online business. And we, you know, spent a small fortune and probably two or three years doing things in the wrong order because that's the one thing I couldn't find is like, is there like, can I Google the order in which to start a business? And if you do that, you're going to end up on like some dumb Forbes blog. That's like five tips to starting a, an online business. It's like write a business plan. I'm like, it just didn't exist. Like the legitimate steps, the right way, the right order, you know, the, what do you need to do first? You know, like that just did not exist. And if it had, we would have saved ourselves a lot of time and money but it didn't exist. And I'm kind of glad it didn't exist because from that experience was born our Marketing Impact Academy. Our business was born from the experience of trying to figure out if there were the right steps to build an online business. Like our struggle together was a catalyst for our greatest success, for the thing that's, which is insane to me. Like we both agreed, like we don't care if we, are making like just enough money to keep a roof over our heads. It's not about the money. It's about freedom. We want peace. Ladies, let's talk about the best place for you to buy your next bra. Third Love. First of all, Third Love has more than 80 sizes. I mean, that's pretty cool in and of itself. I love that they have signature half cup sizes. Like why did it take us so long to figure that out? I don't know. All you have to do is go to their website and they have this super simple Fit Finder quiz. You just answer a couple of quick questions. It takes like less than 60 seconds and you'll find your perfect fitting bra. I don't know if you know this, but the size of your boobies isn't the only thing that determines what bra you should be wearing. It's also the shape. 
And third love will help you identify your shape and actually find a style that's going to work for you. Hands down, I promise you this, your third love bra is going to be the most comfortable bra you own. I mean, bras get such a bad rap, but frankly, if you find one where the straps don't dig in or slip and it doesn't have any annoying tags, you'll probably love that bra. And that's exactly what you'll find with a third love bra. They're super lightweight, plus they give you great support. So I want you to try one. In fact, they've got bras starting at $45. You can find your new favorite bra with high quality, super comfy styles. I'm wearing one right now, starting at just $45. And listen, Third Love stands behind their product. So if you don't love your bra, you can exchange it or return it for up to 60 days. Personally, I love the 24-7 classic t-shirt bra, and I also have the classic plunge bra in every color they have available. So go to thirdlove.com forward slash Shaleen now to find your perfect fitting bra and get 10% off your first purchase. Again, that's thirdlove.com forward slash Shaleen for 10% off today. To this day, whenever I meet with a business coach, I was like, well, okay, I need to know, like, what is your finance exactly? So we can put a measure to this goal, how much you want to make. I'm like, I don't care. Money is not important to me. I want peace. It's a feeling. It's not a number. And it's crazy to think that today we've made, you know, I don't know exactly, but pretty close to 10 times what we ever made when we were running countless fitness businesses and doing infomercials and fitness apparel and doing all those things. It's crazy to think that our most successful endeavor and our most rewarding has been just teaching people the right way to do this. Taking people who are like, I am you. I'm easily distracted. I have ADHD. I'm all over the place. I'm a mom. I don't know what the frick I'm supposed to do, but I know I want to do something. And I don't know where to start, what to do first, what to do second. Just tell me. And that is my mission. And it's crazy how it has created this life where today we're in a position we could have never taken in Brett's dad to care for him the way that we're able to now if we hadn't made this change, if we hadn't followed the system and helped others to do the same. What's possible? What's possible is freedom. What's possible is peace. What's possible is, it's just crazy. Having the freedom to do what you want, when you want, having more money than, just having money where you don't have to worry about taking care of other people. Like, it's just crazy. And we've got friends who do really well, but it's a different thing when you know you don't have to worry. I mean, like, I'm not saying money buys you happiness, but it gives you so many other options. Like, you know, if if we need to bring in in in-home care to help with Bob, we can afford to do that. We can afford to buy cameras and gadgets and get the best doctors and brain scans and not think twice about it. That is such a blessing. But it's not just a blessing. It's doing the right things in the right order. It, It was fixing the mess that we had created and starting from scratch. We crawled out of the darkest place. You know, when people tell me like we're $30,000 in debt, I don't mean to make light of it, but I want to say, oh, yeah, you know, add 
a zero and another 200,000 and then we can talk. You know, like you have no excuses. You just have to be determined and you don't even have to be focused. You have to find someone who will get you focused. You have to find someone who's hardcore enough to say, stop doing all these things. Stop doing all the things. Stop thinking you can figure this out yourself. Put your money where your mouth is and let me keep you accountable. Let me show you the steps, you know, and that's what it takes, but it is possible, but you need help. You might need help with a therapist. You might need help with a coach. You might need help with a program. You might need an expert to help you do this, but I guarantee you, no matter how dark and deep you think that hole that you're in is, you can turn it around. If I can do it, if we can do it, I know you can do it. And the last thing I want to say is this. I talk about MIA, Marketing Impact Academy, because I know what it did for me, because I've seen what it's done for thousands of our students. We have over 7,000 members now. We've made more millionaires from this course than any other online course I'm aware of. And sometimes I hesitate to say that because it can feel so like unattainable when you're deep in debt to think like, I just would like to be out of debt. Forget about a million dollars. I'd like to have 10,000 extra dollars. Like, But I want to tell you that because so many of these people, their stories are, they're like mine. They're like yours. They're people just like you. They don't have any special talents or expertise or technology. You don't have to be young or love being on camera or have a big social media following you, but you do have to be motivated. You have to be determined and willing to follow steps. So if that is you, I'm telling you, when we open up Marketing Impact Academy, which we only do once a year, you better make sure your butt is on that list because you know that you were meant to hear this message. So make sure you're on that list. And if you are a Marketing Impact Academy member, know this, you have lifetime access and that is my promise to you. We forever update. It's not a course, it's a resource. It's meant for you to get in, figure out how to make your money, get out, go back in when you need to learn something new. It doesn't go away. All right, that's it. I just, I don't want you to miss this. So look at the link in the show notes. Make sure you're on that list. All right, I know you're gonna have some questions because I'm sure I've left something out or I don't know, but I'm an open book. So I am going to put a question card up on my Instagram. And after you listen to this episode, whatever question you have about it, send it to me on Instagram and I, I promise I'll answer. I love you. Thank you for listening. I'll talk to you soon.